the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two of The Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce. And uh, glad to be here with you. Up next, we will be joined by Zach Duffy. He's a board member at Big Walnut School Board. And uh, I want to prep you for that conversation by reading you an article uh, that I've been perusing here <clears throat> that was published by uh, Mark Ferenczyk of the Columbus Dispatch. And uh, the headline is Big Walnut School Board Considering Ban on LGBTQ Plus and Other Flags and on Mask Mandates. <clears throat> the latest example of the culture wars that continue to royal school boards, classrooms, parents, and teachers in the greater Columbus area and around the country returned to Big Walnut Local School District Thursday night, where the school board gave first readings on a resolution that would ban LGBTQ plus flags and another, uh, oh, and not just LGBTQ plus flags, but it would prohibit other flags. And it would also prohibit, there was another resolution, uh, the district from requiring mask mandates for students. Now, before I even go into the article, uh, what do you think you're going to get? That the science isn't settled on masks? Um, that LGBTQ plus students are going to feel marginalized? And that not having a flag means you're erasing the kids? That's what I think. Okay. By the way, do you think this is a real issue? One of the arguments that proponents of the LGBTQ plus movement say is this is it. This is a false flag. This isn't even a real issue. Well, okay. My first question is if it's not a real issue, why are you showing up to the board meeting wearing an LGBTQ plus activism shirt? Isn't that in itself makes it an issue, but give me a call. 844-TALK-989-844-825-5989. Uh, you know, I've got an example in my back pocket that I'll go to, but I want to hear from you. Have you had to deal with any LGBTQ plus activism in your school with your kids, with your grandkids? I want to hear it. So uh, the, the first resolution said that the display of flags in classrooms would be limited to the United States flag, the Ohio state flag, not the Ohio State University, but the state flag of Ohio, U.S. military flags, flags from other states and other countries. The resolution also says that banners, signs, or symbols that promote activist causes or are otherwise deemed controversial shall not be displayed in classrooms or school buildings. Now, there was a standing room only crowd. The writer estimated about 60 jammed the meeting at the administrative offices there in Sunbury, many holding LGBTQ plus flags while others wore T-shirts, including here it is one 
with multicolored letters reading, No one can erase you. Question. If you don't want someone to display a flag, does that equate to erasing the individual? If you don't want students to pray or read scripture in the classroom, are you saying that you want those students erased? Or are you saying that there are certain laws and uh, detachments between religion and the government that you believe in? I know. I know. We're, going, we're already going too deep in the weeds. Liberals don't think that much. They act on a mo- – I'm sorry if that offends you. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, board member Todd Smith, this guy seems like an Einstein, trashed the flag proposal, calling, uh, calling it coming from a place of fear that's turning into the absurd. The fear is, is the loss of ability to control others, Todd Smith said. Hmm. Well, then why are you fearful that flags not being displayed will create an issue i mean you can't even take a step down the lane of logic with some of these arguments without tripping you know like halfway through that step anyway smith said if all flags uh other than the ones listed in the ordinance are banned that means flags saying give me liberty or give me death or smokey the bear promoting fire safety would be out that's not a straw man argument He also said the resolution can't single out LGBTQ plus flags because that would violate federal and state protections. I am still waiting. By the way, this is a mantra that is repeated. We heard this from an Elida school board president who, by the way, I said last week she was fired. She was fired. She wasn't fired by the district. She was fired by the voters. So just to clarify, she said the same thing. That this would be a violation of federal law not to let, uh, you know, X, Y chromosome males use an XX chromosome girl's bathroom. Actually, no, it isn't. And my research in the past has uncovered that that idea comes from, I'm going to call them social justice warrior law firms who are advising these school districts who say Title IX, which was a law passed 50 years ago, by the way, and I want to remind you it was a law passed so that females, based on biological sex, females essentially wouldn't be discriminated against, that they would get opportunities and funding. The Biden administration is trying to say that under the umbrella of Title IX, gender ideology and sexual preference need to be tucked. I'm sorry, that's a bad, probably a bad pun. Uh, but they need to be they need to be tucked under that Title IX protection. Well, let me just say this: it's not a federal law. Joe Biden and his administration have administrative rules that they've attempted to draw up and then put in force. As of my last look into this matter, the U.S. Department of Education actually stopped the implementation of some of these administrative rules. And by the way, the executive branch doesn't make laws. President can sign a bill that is initiated by the people as represented by representatives and senators, but the president does not 
create laws. This is not a law. And so what they'll probably point to is a Sixth Circuit uh, uh, Court of Appeals case from 2005. But they want to ignore the Eleventh Circuit decision in December of last year that said single-sex bathrooms are not a violation. And Attorney General Dave Yost, who, by the way, is the Ohio Attorney General where these discussions are happening, has said, no, Title IX does not include that. Uh, we've got a call. It looks like Annette and Galena, Big Walnut School Board meeting. Uh, Annette, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. What is on your mind? Hey, Jack. Thanks for taking my call. I am a longtime member of the Big Walnut community. Actually, graduated from Big Walnut. I have two children in the district. And although I did not attend the meeting in person last night, I did tune in online. And I will tell you, I was disappointed in our district. I was disappointed in the fact that the um, people that turned out to advocate for having these flags in the classroom were disrespectful of our school board, were disrespectful of other members in the audience. And it really makes our district look sad. Um, To say we're divided is an understatement, but behavior like this continues to to drive that distance even further and further apart. Um, And personally, I don't think flags like that have a place in the classroom. Classroom is to be a place where people feel comfortable. They come to learn. Um, Not a place that's divisive and uh, it's just, it's, it's disheartening. It's very disheartening, to say the least. Um, I'm glad the board brought this resolution forward. I do think it needs some work, um, but they're headed in the right direction, and we need to make steps to make sure that all of our students feel welcome and comfortable. Annette, uh, Annette that's, that's a fantastic comment. Thank you for making it. I want to ask you one question. Sorry to put you on the spot. Sure. Because my understanding okay. is – well, I'm going to make a statement first – uh, okay. There's a reason that the people on the school board are on the school board. These are people who have campaigned and said education needs to come first, parents' rights. And, and, and there's really kind of this move away from activism. What's disappointing to me yeah. is that the press wants to – I mean, and this story will hit – it'll, it'll be national now because this is how the press mm-hmm. works. They take these, you know, mm-hmm. this small minority of people and uh, – oh, we've only got one minute here. Um, thank you. Thank you, Jeff, for warning me there. Why do you think – so I'm going to stop and ask you this, 30 seconds. Why okay. do you think people didn't stand up in support of this? I guess my question is why do you think people are afraid sure. to stand up? Because I know that they support this this resolution. They do. They do. But I don't think people feel safe anymore. Um, the people that got up and spoke last night talked about inclusivity. But the fact is there's a large population here in the Big Walnut School Districts that feel excluded um, and are afraid to speak up because they don't feel safe. Uh, last night, two 30, members uh, of the 10 seconds, sorry. walked out the door, cussing up a storm. That kind of summarizes it. It's not a safe space. Annette and Galena, thank you for that input. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I'm sorry we ran out of time there. Uh, hey, stay tuned. We're going to talk to Zach Duffy on the other side of this break. He's a board member there in Big Walnut. Hey, just another quick reminder, uh, make sure you check out the Legacy on PossumRun.com. That's the Legacy on PossumRun.com. If uh, you think you're going to get engaged over the holiday and uh, maybe you are already engaged and you're planning a wedding for next year, spots are filling up fast. So get over to the Legacy on PossumRun.com. See the venue that everyone's raving about 
it, it is affordable. It's beautiful. And uh, you're going to want to check it out. So the legacy on Possum Run, your legacy begins here. Our legacy is what we leave for our children and their children. And how we raise them, how we educate them determines that. And I want to read you something from the article that I mentioned earlier in the uh, Columbus Crap Patch. Uh, Tricia Hilton is, is president of the Big Walnut Education Association and a fourth grade teacher. And she said the flag resolution excludes students and makes them feel unwelcome. That's not why we're here, Hilton said. Well, Tricia, unfortunately, well, fortunate, well, no, unfortunately, you're in the classroom right now teaching, or I'd invite you to call in because uh, I, I'm a father of kids, and I can tell you something. Kids who love everybody but also believe that we should not be enabling gender dysphoria, they actually feel excluded, and they feel marginalized when they have to be confronted daily with activism in a movement that they don't support in any ounce of their being. So are you there for all students or, or just the ones that could be, I don't know, dealt with is, is probably the wrong word, um, loved and counseled at home and with a qualified counselor? Uh, at any rate, I want to welcome in Zach Duffy. Uh, he is a member of the Big Walnut Board of Education. Um, Zach, I know this is a touchy issue and uh, you're probably a little nervous to weigh in on it, so I'm grateful that you're here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jack. It's nice to speak to you after a pretty big victory in our district on election night. Yeah, well, hey, you know, that to me, I just we just had a caller from your community who said, look, this I'm embarrassed that this is who showed up and that this is how this is being covered. This isn't necessarily – our community is divided, but this isn't necessarily us – and I point to your victory and I point to the composition of that board and I see people who want to put education first, want political activism to not be erased but to be done in other spheres. Walk us through that meeting last night. I want to give you kind of, you know, an open floor here. What <laughs> This was your first meeting, right? I had sat through a meeting back in, I think, June, but this was my first meeting obviously since uh, winning. Yeah, and um, – so I knew I had to be there, but uh, thanks for the open floor opportunity. I do have some thoughts as I am new to this. I didn't follow school boards before COVID and uh, never saw this coming as a calling in my life, but here I am now. And um, a very interesting meeting, very eye-opening to see, um, you know, how things, how much energy can be generated. Uh, you know, we had, uh, I had been sent a screenshot of, um, a text message from somebody in our community from, and it appeared to be a group uh, chat. I don't know how many people in the group, but it was from the Big Wana Education Association. And it, it said, uh, quote, encouraging members to wear Big Wana Education, Big Wana Education Association and rainbows on Thursday. Board of Education meeting is at 630. Many parents and students attending love for teachers to be present too. Thanks in advance. So yeah, I am just uncomfortable with uh, things like that. I, I, I would like to discuss the, the flag stuff, but why are, why is the teachers union taking sides? You know, I, I think that's, that's a whole nother bag of, of things to unpack. There, but. Zach, let me pause there for you with you because I think I, if you pass go and, and let them collect $200 here, I think, I think it's a disservice. 
Fair enough. I want to weigh in here. Um, mm-hmm. The Big Walnut Education Association, you know, one way or another, they're tied to the Ohio Education or Ohio Education Association or whatever uh, association, and and one of the national. Okay, let's be real clear. The Supreme Court said five years ago that if you are a government employee, you don't have to join the union. Part of that reason was that government unions are so politically active. And these are monolithic groups. These are groups that support progressive and democratic ideologies almost wholesale. Like it's across the board. They are what is funding progressive candidates in this type of political activism in our classroom. Here's my problem. Your existence, your charter should be to, I don't know, create better work conditions, higher pay for your union members. You know, I read these corporate media news stories and they publish salaries of teachers and everybody goes, oh, we're not paying our teachers enough. Well, you know what? Why don't you publish then side by side how much these union reps and presidents make? They're spending their money on activism, right? Like they're taking money from teachers that aren't being paid enough. I mean, it's just crazy to me. They're not doing things that actually protect and promote good teachers in our schools. Okay, I digress. I'm done. Go ahead. No, thank you. Uh, yep. that, About a minute and a half here, and then I'll keep you okay. on the other side, but go ahead. Well, so we watched nine, nine speakers come up um, to the panel, each with three minutes, and uh, I was the general themes that were addressed were, you know, we, we're we're picking on a marginalized group of kids where you know suicide rates are high. All, all we can do, the last thing we can do for them is to leave these flags up, you know, and that's going to save lives. Um, and 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 they also a, a couple, at least two of them, or if not three, uh, stared and glared at one specific board member, even calling her by name. During their entire speech, they, w- they didn't seem to need to look at any other board members. My understanding is that you're not supposed to address any individual on the board. You're supposed to address the board when you're a member of the public. So, God, God bless um, Alice, Alice Nix mm, for having the, mm-hmm. the backbone and the courage to do what she's doing. Okay, go ahead. Amen. Um, you know, and lastly, I would, I would say uh, Ryan McLean spoke up, and uh, he's our superintendent. And he did bring some uh, interesting perspective um, that, you know, if, if this resolution passes, you know, it's too gray of, of a resolution, which which means, you know, the teachers are going to be stripping their walls. All four walls in the room are going to be bare because of this resolution passing. Kids are going to have to come into the classroom with nothing to look at. Um, <laughs> it's just like I got to dive into Yeah, I got to dive into this at first and figure out what's true, what's not. Like, what, where are you getting this stuff? Before I, you know, I, I can even start to form, you know, my my position, which I am already forming right uh, now. Zach, Zach, uh, can you stay with us for for ten minutes on the other sure. side of this break? All right, uh, I'm talking Happy. with uh, Big Walnut School uh, Board elect uh, member elect Zach Duffy. More with him on the other side of this break on the Bruce Willis Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.